Hi everyone, my name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And that's Molly in the background. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about things like cryptozoology. Uh, the snowpocalypse. <laughs> we we kind of got a snowpocalypse. Yeah, a little bit. Wasn't great. No, it wasn't good. We talk about paranormal things. We talk about, speaking of snow, the... Abominable, abominable snowman. Yeah. We talk about my nasty cold. We talk about now Lindsay is sick this week. I was sick last week and I gave it to Lindsay as a present. <laughs> That's a terrible present. Can I return it? Yes. Okay. All you have to do is sneeze in my open mouth. Ew. Well. Well, we talk about anything creepy, spooky related. Every single week since October of 2017, Lindsay will go to... No, I think I've said that one before. Lindsay will go to Racks. It's like an Arby's, but it's smaller chain. I've never heard of that. R-A-X, Racks. <laughs> That's a thing. I went to a ra- really quick. I'll tell you a Racks story after I say this. And then I go to Mick, Mick Ronald's. And yeah. then we both research a topic separately of one another. We then enter our house together, hand in hand with our dog, and then we discuss what we've researched for the first time with each and every one of you and with each other on this show right now. And we've done it 60 times. This is our 61st time. Yeah. Now about Racks. Okay. So Racks is a small, it's like a smaller fast food chain, but that specializes in roast beef, I guess, and like cheddar cheese. And a bunch of us went to a Racks. So it's an Arby's. Yeah, but it's Racks. Oh, so it's like a knockoff Arby's. Yeah, Racks. Okay. Or, I mean, they, they, they could have called it Flarbies, which would have been fine with me. But, right. yeah, Racks. So a bunch of us went there in undergrad because we were doing something. We were singing at nursing homes. And then that's a true story. And then we yeah. went to Racks. I was the first person in line. And there were about 20 or so other people behind me in line. And I ordered a water. I said, hey, can I have a water? And then the woman working behind the counter got this terrified look on her face and then looked at me and then slowly looked at the rest of the line and went, do all y'all want waters? And I was like, well, I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm ordering one. I guess I just want one. <laughs> but it was very funny. She got very nervous. She and thought very you were scared. an alien. She's like, why did you come to a racks? We haven't had anyone knock in this. Knock off Arby's yeah. for water. We have knock off Arby water. We have knock off Coca-Cola called Sproka, Sproka Grola. <laughs> uh, no one's been in this here racks in 15 years. <laughs> Yeah, that's a little weird. She was a skeleton. I've never even seen one, I don't think. Well, maybe today. Surprise, we're driving to southeastern Ohio. <laughs> 2019, going to go to Arax. Yeah, well, that's that's a pretty low bar. What are they called? Resolutions. Yeah. Go to one Rax. Well, you set them low, then you're not disappointed at the end of the year. Yeah, go to one Rax, eat a gummy worm. Uh, I like to send or make my resolutions by like things I've already done this year. Like I just washed the dishes. So I'm like 2019 going to wash the dishes one morning. Do you done? I already did it. So do you say that's a resolution (laughs) right before you're about to do the, the thing you're about to do? Yeah. So for me right now, I'd be like. 2019, take a sip of coffee, which I'm doing right now. Not disappointed because you just did it. You completed that checklist complete. And you know what? It was a good sip. Yeah. (laughs) It was probably the best sip. That's something. You know what? That's something I say. uh, When I lived in Portland, Oregon, some people would say they're a little coffee crazy. And I was asked to leave a lot of coffee places because as soon as they would hand me my coffee, I'd hold up the line. I'd take a sip and I'd go, "Mm, what a good sip. Probably one of the best sips. And they go, please But I've had a better sip at Racks. 
with their knockoff water. Oh, not even coffee. Just water at racks. Okay. Okay, well, going back to spooky things, last (laughs) week I think we talked about, um, I did weird things that happened in 2018, which I I wasn't just in 2018, but there was a mummified toe drink in Canada that you can get. Which is disgusting. But a guy donated his toes to this bar in 2018. Yeah, which is like a weird... To add to the mummy toe drink, the sour toe cocktail. Yeah, which is nasty. Yeah, I'm surprised people aren't getting sick over that. Well, I guess we don't know if they are or not because no one said if they... Because I I think what an embarrassing thing to say like, oh, I'm really sick. Oh, yeah, what happened? Uh, well, I just caught a common cold. They're not going to say... Oh, I drank liquid that a dude's toe was in. Flashback to last night, you getting crazy and drinking liquid toe water. Yeah, you were part of a Bud Light commercial or something. Yeah. Where the party never stops and some dude chops his toe off and it's like, oh, he's Tim's crazy. And then you talked about... I made up uh, a new game. Well, it's not a new game, but we played a new round of Crappier Cryptid. Right. For our 60th And I did so-so. Not crazy. You know what? You didn't do as well as you usually do, but that's okay. I know, I was off. The cold must have been rolling in at that time. Yeah, I think... My uh, brain wasn't working. That's fine. My brain rarely works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there. (laughs) Well, I am first this week. Okay, Lens. So I want to talk a little bit about Queens. Oh, the band? Not Queens of the Stone Age or Queens the City. Or Queens Latifah. Or the Borough. Yeah. Or not the Queen RuPaul. Or Freddie Mercury. Or Freddie Mercury. Did you hear my Queens? Did you hear my joke? I said Queens Latifah. That's very funny. Do you think it is really, or that's just like a Queens Latifah? Yeah, I didn't hear it because my ears are kind of mumbled. So like, yeah, I don't even know what you're saying right now. But so (laughs) these are just some random, terrible, terrible Queens. Okay. That are pretty spooky. All right, I'm ready for this. I think Um, this would be good. Well, before I start knocking queens, I'll just say that we have Queen Elizabeth. Yes. She's a little dainty queen. She is a dainty queen. And it's cute because she only wears one shade of nail polish, and it's Essie's called Ballet Slippers. Oh, that's really nice. And it's $9 a bottle, and she has worn it since, I wrote it down somewhere, 1989. So she's only worn Essie's Ballet Slippers since 1989. Yeah, she won't wear any other shade. You and I would have been three years old. I know. She won't wear any other shade. I think that's really great. Well, okay. Let's talk about some spooky queens. Okay. Um, Let's start with, I think, the worst one. Oh. And that's Elizabeth Bathory. We've kind of brought her up before. Have we? Yeah. She's called the Blood Countess. Oh, yeah. So she was Hungarian. She owned land in Hungary and Slovakia and Romania. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is labeled as the most prolific female sil- serial murderer in the Guinness World Book of Records. Seriously? Yeah, because she was crazy. That's, but see, I'm not sure if prolific is the best word to, to yeah. use. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just what it said, but like, no, it was I know. kind of like, well. Good job. That's I like guess. calling someone like a murder virtuoso. Like well, it usually kinda. has like like a positive connotation. But like I don't know. I don't know if I would really equate someone's murder record to being like super prolific. Cool. Prolific. That's I mean, funny. I guess so. But um, I believe she ruled 1585 to 1609, and in between that time, she killed. Well, they don't really have an exact number, but they estimated about 650 people. Now, okay, that's a lot. Women. 
she just she just murdered women yeah she just murdered women i'll tell you why okay but wait do you know is it is she the one who did it or did she have her hired help well she yeah she kind of did a little bit herself but she had other women to help her kill other women jeez oh man she had like a really like a sisterhood of bad things a sisterhood of the traveling swords (laughs) a sisterhood of the traveling uh uh-ohs oh see now (laughs) When I hear, now this is going to get a little blue, but when I hear Sisterhood of the Traveling uh Uh-Ohs, I think of a bunch of women cruising around the country who have stomach problems and who might have a little bit of, you know. They might have had stomach problems. I mean. Diarrhea. Maybe. (laughs) But she would, the reason she would kill women, and a lot of the women were peasant women, so it was like people that would go missing that people like didn't really care about, I guess. I mean, I'm sure there was a couple people that were like, huh, well, where'd, my, where'd my mom go? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm sure that, I'm sure that people <laughs> cared about them, but it was like... But I, they were less cared about. Well, yeah, because of the whole like social they were noble women. ladder. Yeah. Yeah. So she would strictly capture women... And kind of make them slaves a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the reason she did this is because she felt like women, women's blood, yeah. especially from prettier women. Is this going to... Okay. This if is... she bathed in it and did oh. everything in it, she would stay young. Wow-wee. So she would use their blood for bathing. She would drink it. She used it for makeup. She used it for her hair. She used it for everything. It was like a homeopathic way. It was, but it was like it was like her coconut oil. <laughs> I guess that's think, the best way to put it. Do you it. think she was using it and then someone was like, hey, can you stop? Because you can just use coconut oil. And she was like, well, it's much easier. But how do I get my killing? She would use the blood for ink. She never wrote anything in ink. She always wrote everything in blood. Okay, now I understand that that's cruel, but that... Pretty crazy. That's but that's kind of neat though. Like what? A, I mean, like rock on. Yeah, like okay. Uh, Elizabeth the Bathory. Unabashedly very very disgusting, but also unabashedly very cool to do. It was right in blood. Oh yeah, blood was like her gold. Like her, the people that worked for her, if they like were to spill the blood or misuse the blood, yeah, like she would kill them and take their blood. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't put it or, past like, someone. punish them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put it past someone who kills women just to use their blood as eyeliner to like to murder me if I accidentally misplace or spill a little bit of the blood she's collected. Yeah. This the... this reminds me of like the whole catch-all thing of like, what's that that thing in India? Uh, or I, th- I, I think it's an Indian practice called Shivambu. I think it's Shivambu. Carl Pilkington, when he was doing the Moaning of Life, he traveled to India. And they do the exact same thing. Or people who practice Shivambu. Yeah. But it's all, instead of blood, everything, blood is a cure-all for whatever. It's it's number one, number one. Right. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, you can collect urine without having to mutilate people. And that's the cool thing about it. <laughs> so it's like, you, <laughs> you know, know, still gross to us. Yeah. But like... At least, you know, you can use your own urine. Let me ask you this. Would you rather put blood in your hair or pee in your hair? Yeah. Both. (laughs) Mix them together. Oh, gross. Okay, anyways. But, yeah, she would torture her victim. She would do anything. Sometimes she would prolong the torture because, say, she only needed a little bit of blood. She didn't want to kill that whole human being and then, you know, have leftover blood that might go bad. 
Yeah. So she always liked it fresh. So like sometimes she would just torture them in ways to get a little bit. She had vampire-like tendencies. Oh, no. Um, If she ran out of blood or didn't have enough blood, like her, basically her slave women would have to like cut themselves and like feed her. Jeez. She was very crazy. That reminds me of that scene, I think it was in the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where Leatherface cuts the girl's finger and then puts it in that weird old nasty Ew. man's mouth. That's gross. That movie is really bizarre. But she was known to have kind of like a chamber just of torture. A chamber of secrets, and those secrets are <laughs> blood. Blood. If she were to bathe and wanted fresh blood, the grossest one, I mean, she mutilated people in a ton of ways oh sure but the grossest one that is she cut open a girl by her neck and hung her upside down and then had a bathtub underneath so it would trickle and she could bathe in fresh blood that is absolutely mind-blowing but she screwed up because she invited there was a noble woman that was like going to be queen somewhere else or something and Uh she was very beautiful and she was young and she wasn't quite queen yet but elizabeth really wanted her blood i guess and invited her to stay and mutilated her and then everybody found out because she was a little more important oh sure so they caught on to what was going on and they were very mad man um that is that's radical. Yeah, but she wasn't even beheaded or anything, which is really funny because usually like, I mean, you look at like Marie Antoinette and stuff. It's like she just lived lavishly. She didn't really do anything like she didn't help yeah. the French Revolution, but like she got her head cut off Yeah, because she just wanted to eat macarons all day. Well, I guess like maybe when, yeah, it, it just seemed like she was in a position of power and just doing a, like, a good job or just doing a job and wasn't really causing that much of a stir. So people were like, oh, well, we can easily just cut her head off. But then a right. woman like capturing and murdering people for their blood, they're like, maybe we stay away from her. Yeah, well, they did imprison her. Blood lady? Um, Yes, Aunt Elizabeth of Bathory. They imprisoned her in December 1610. And they felt like they would rather hold her in solitary confinement with a windowless room. Yikes. So she lived in there for four years until she finally died. That's a lot. Yeah. Rumors that I heard, I don't know 100% if these are true, but she was in a windowless room and she was imprisoned. But because she was so obsessed with her looks and everything, I heard and kind of read, but there's no proof of this, that they actually put a mirror in there so she could watch herself age. Whoa. Because she was so obsessed with being beautiful. That they were like, we're going to make you stare at yourself. And that's probably why she died. I mean, I know they fed her and stuff, obviously, to keep her alive. But this is kind of like a weird teaser for the new Dark Crystal series that's going to be on Netflix. Because they would, the Skeksis would take the, the pod people, take their life essence to make themselves look younger. I knew that a Dark Crystal reference had to come in here somewhere. Gelfling. Okay, so let's talk about some of these other queens. That one you know, I feel like is a heavy hitter. That one's a humongous heavy hitter. Okay. Ravalonia? Sure. Sounds fine to me. Anyways, her nickname was the Mad Monarch of Madagascar. Oh, okay. She ruled for 33 years. Um, She managed to kill 75% of her population. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And Explora, Ida... 
Pfeiffer said that she is certainly one of the most proudest and cruel human women on the face of this earth. Proudest and cruelest. Yeah, I didn't do like tons of research. Basically, she would just get mad at everyone and kill everyone. And then she just ended up killing 75% of her population. Now, if you think about it... It's easier to rule a country when you have less people. Yeah, because... In her defense. <laughs> hey, in in this mass murderer's defense, you got less people to worry about. It kind of makes your job a little bit easier. Exactly. Like, okay, that was too much for me to handle, so I took care of that. <laughs> now it's more manageable. Okay. Now, when, when you explain it like that... You make it just sound, you make it sound so simple. Like if someone were to like bring you into court, like, do you know why you're being tried? Yeah, I do. Well, it's because you murdered 75% of your population or you hired people to. Yeah, but like it was just kind of too much to deal with. It was kind of like herding cats, you know? So I did what I had to do and it's easier for me. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, great. So obviously you're, you're a sociopath, but you know what? You prove a really good point. Right. You guys wanted a Walmart, so... We had to sacrifice a little bit to get that Walmart. Because a lot of people were against the Walmart. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> you kind of want the Walmart. It kind of makes it easier, at least for me. Chop a few heads off, get a Walmart. Get them out of there. Um, this next person is not a queen, but I feel like I'm going to put her up there with them because this is Irma Grease. Irma Grease. And she is called the Hyena of Auschwitz. Oh, no. She, as you can guess, she was with the Nazi soldiers. She was like one of the only female Nazi wardens at mm -hmm. concentration camps. But she was the second highest ranking warden Whoa. for the Nazis. That's heavy duty. Yeah, because they didn't really have a lot of women. And for her to be like the second top dog. Yeah. She was actually responsible for more than 30,000 female prisoners. That's... And she killed them all. Yeah. So that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And that's a lot. And also, holy moly. So, B, I don't know why, but she just targeted everything towards women. Yikes. I don't know Which why Which is either. so weird. It's like a... I don't know. I mean, I have... We, we really have no way of knowing. No, but she was one of the youngest people to be executed. She was executed at age 22. So by the age of 22, she was responsible for 30,000 deaths? Yes. And she was actually... Oh, my gosh. She was executed. This is the, the crazy part. She was executed before the war was over, which means that she was too out of control that the Nazis actually thought they needed to kill her. Oh, my gosh. Like, if if the Nazis think that you're bad... Yeah, it's like... Then uh, you're, you're pretty bad. Non-arguably, one of the most sinister and revolting parts of history and groups of history. Yeah. If they were to go, I think you might be going a little bit above. <laughs> you might be going a little bit extreme. That's a, a lot. too above and beyond here. Now, you had a story. You're... Remember, uh, we were talking about it this past weekend. Speaking of uh, World War II, you and I went to the Holocaust Museum. Yes. In Washington, D.C. a few years ago. And you... Your foot was punched by a ghost. I fractured my foot. We were walking around the Holocaust Museum and Lindsay got like literally her ankle... Your, your, your ankle, right? Yeah. It just started hurting. And then by the time we left, my ankle was so swollen... And then turns out my foot was fractured. Yeah. You went to get an x-ray and it was there was a literal fracture in your ankle. Very weird stuff. It's bizarre Maybe stuff. it was Irma. Maybe. She's like, oh, a woman? I don't think so. I don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> 
Well, and do you think she said that while she murdered everyone? Probably. Well, I don't like you. But I think that might have just been implied. It sounds like she didn't like a lot of people. Yeah. Well, the last, uh, this one is a queen. It's Wu Zetan. She is the villainous empress of China. She, the way she looks, I put that she kind of fit the role of like Snow White's mom. Like really pretty oh. and like soft, beautiful skin, dark mm-hmm. hair, like kind of that kind of wicked queen, but like real lavish and beautiful. Okay. But she always wanted to kill her daughter, kind of like Snow White's, White's mom. Like Sure. She just always wanted to kill her daughter. She tried a bunch of times. No one would let her. That was um, <laughs> that was like one of her one of her hobbies. She was the only female ruler of China for four thousand years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she did not rule for four thousand years, but true for four thousand years, she was the only female. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> she was. She she died at the young age of four thousand and one. <laughs> Um, but basically they didn't have a number count for her because she killed so many people because she strictly would just kill anybody that threatened her rule. Oh, sure. So if someone did not agree with her on anything that she just killed them. Well, like, what do you want for breakfast? Eggs or yogurt? Yogurt. Wrong. Wrong. Slice. Slice. Yeah. See, but also I could understand now not murdering anybody, but I could understand how that would be a hot topic because it's like. You know, what do you want for dinner? I don't know, whatever you want. Well, can we just pick a place? Well, yeah, but whatever. And a no. lot of times it's 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 difficult to decide where to eat. So do I think it required slicing someone's head off? No, but I can understand the frustration. I guess. I mean, <laughs> she just, anybody that questioned her, she killed. Yeah. Yeah. She never got to kill her daughter. Well, good. <laughs> you know what I would say? Too bad, so sad. <laughs> But that's pretty much my topic. Um, also, I just wanted to mention, me and Jordan tried it this weekend, but there is the old Unsolved Mysteries hotline number, the tip line. Oh, yeah. And I found this, and they say, call it and don't hang up after they tell you. And we did it this weekend, and I think you should try it because it's really weird. It is really weird. I'm I'm trying to find the number. I have it. Oh, you do? It's one 800 876-5353. Do you want me to play the audio of it? No, I want okay. people to call themselves. It's really creepy. I tr- If anyone can find anything about it, let us know because I tried to look it up and it's not one of those things like, I mean, I don't know if someone's playing a prank or not. Like on Reddit and all this stuff, they're like, it's really weird. And nobody's like, oh, it's this, this, and this. And like people have tried to slow it down and speed it up and like they can't figure it out. It's like growling noises. I don't know. I'll let you be the judge, but it was really creepy. Yeah. And I think we'll, we will say, call at your own discretion. Uh, I mean, the, the number is easily available online as well, even though Lindsay just, just said it and that's fine. But call your own discretion. We called it twice. Nothing happened to our phones. It's fine. But turn it up and like listen to it. Yeah, it's like so creepy. It's like the typical like operator message that says like this line's been disconnected. And then you just let it play. Yeah. And it's really weird. Yeah, it is really bizarre. It sounds, well, I'm not going to give it away. Maybe it's Elizabeth Bathory. You think so? Eating one of her victims. Yeah, I mean, it sounds a little bit, I guess you could say it sounds a little bit like someone eating somebody. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like a lot of stuff. Try it. It's super creepy. And if you can find any information, because like, I have to debunk everything and I have to research things and I couldn't find anything. So 
Very weird. Uh, hey, very weird. Listen to it late at night. I feel like that would be creepy. Set an alarm for 3 a.m., the witching hour, <laughs> uh, and then wake up, call it, and then just go right back to bed peacefully and not worry about a thing. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, thank you for dropping some knowledge on some, some of points. history's most terrible women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, women are allowed to be bad too, right? Well, they're allowed to be bad, absolutely, but... Bad girls club. Well, see, when you do that, it's just, it that kind of creeps me out because you just talked about women who murdered people for no reason. <laughs> well, so, that's like the real meaning of bad girls club. Like all these girls that are trying to be in bad girls club, like they ain't got nothing. Well, I mean, comparatively, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. You have to, you have to uh, maybe down the road bring in the bad boys club. Ooh, the kings. Yeah. I'm sure there was. But I feel like the kings, I mean, I know there was terrible kings. Oh, there there still are today. They're more out there. Yeah. It's just like. So it's more of an anomaly or it's a a rarity for there to be like to hear about some of the the powerful women in history that were maybe a bit too powerful. Yeah. Like no one ever talks about them. They're like, oh, we're just going to pretend like that didn't happen. Now, okay. So everyone's over all the powerful old crusty men. We get it. Yeah. Now, what about the maniacal and murderous court jesters? Well, I mean... Show up with a keyboard and a knife, you know? Being a woman and how everybody said they're like, women do it better. (laughs) Even murder. (laughs) (laughs) Even murder. And they kept quiet about it. I don't know. Oh, this is really heavy duty. Okay, so anyways. Okay, anyways. Should we do a little haunted housekeeping? Well, let's let's lighten it up really quick. Why don't you just like, uh, what about... Maybe I should have kept Queen Elizabeth's... Um, nail polish color for the end to like lighten it up. Well, that's okay. Lighten up the mood. That's fine. Why not just? Slippers. What about just uh, maybe say something like like a cute animal you like really quick. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Animals. In general. I think chinchillas are really cute. Yeah, foxes are really cute. Yeah. What else? Welcome. I don't know. Welcome to Cute <laughs> Club with Lindsay and Jordan. <laughs> well, let's see some haunted housekeeping, and then we'll dive into your topic. I think that sounds great. We will see each and every one of you. With Lindsay and I will have mops and brooms in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Our extremely haunted show is brought to you by our even more haunted friends and business owners over at VidiSpace. VidiSpace was created by our special spooky buds, Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint, and it's the world's only streaming service that's packed full of everything paranormal or haunted related. If you want to watch a documentary about Bigfoot, you can hop on VidiSpace. If you want to watch some interviews about aliens, if you want to watch people investigate a haunted building, if you want to watch our friend Marielle Pabst investigate a haunted building on ghost vlogs, you absolutely can. Get your haunted fill. Get your haunted fill. Now that's F-I-L-L, not P-H-I-L, like our friend Phil. Every uh, I'll have what Phil's having, the fun show. Anyways, you can go to vidi.space on your computer. That is V-I-D-I dot space and start browsing some spooky content free for 15 days. Or you can download the VidiSpace app on your iPhone or Android cellular telephone. And they've been touring right now too. They're doing a bunch of investigations and stuff all over the place. That's right. 
Elizabeth Saint just posted a photo of her with a very cute German Shepherd Aww. outside of a castle or something. Spooky I, castle, cute dog. I love German Shepherds. Well, anyways, if you would like to browse some spooky content and listen to some spooky podcasts as well, including our own, if you're not doing it on Viddy Space, I mean, as long as you're listening, that's fine. But you can go to Viddy.space on your computer or download the Viddy Space app and start streaming and screaming. Our spooky show is also a proud member and a proud part of the Scavengers Network podcasting family, network of family podcast friends. We have spooky little buddies. We have normal little buddies. We have funny little buddies. Check them all out on the Scavengers Network. You can go to thescavengersnetwork.com and check out all the shows that are available for streaming and downloading right now. You can also check out the Scavengers Network on any forms of social media except for the Chase Banking app. I'm not sure if they have a big presence there. Uh, Also, we would like to say the Scavengers Network, well, members of the Scavengers Network, uh, Morgan Spatola, our boss baby Colin, Whitney and Lindsay Nelson, a bunch of people were all at the PodCon, the second PodCon in Seattle, Washington, and they took a lot of photos, shared a lot of videos, did a lot of networking, hung out with people, and it looked like an excellent time. Yeah. So, hey, hope y'all had fun. But either way, go to thescavengersnetwork.com or check them out on social media and start browsing and flaff. And listening. And listening. To spooky and not spooky podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. I know that in the beginning of the episode, we didn't say who this episode was for. So I'm going to say right now, retroactively, uh, we're retconning the beginning of the episode for Darius and... Rucker. Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish and Scarius Rucker. Darius Rucker's ghost. Oh. <laughs> I only want to scare with you. I That's... only want to boo with you. Uh, what were some other ones? Yeah, the dolphins make me scream. <laughs> the haunted dolphins, because they're ghosts. The haunted. the haunted dolphins. Ew. Okay. Well, I guess that was, I think we kind of tapped out Scariest Rucker. It wasn't yeah. really a rich vein. wasn't necessarily that funny. Funny for us, I guess. It was funny. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> okay, great. Well, Lindsay, I'm glad you're here today. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, also, I'm not. You, nobody else can see this, but you know, you and I now have a small recording table. We do. And in our little room called the tomb. But Lindsay just got a fancy new little computer as well, and it just looks even more official in here. I feel like we're like at a shared desk on like CSI Miami or something. Yeah, I feel like the nerdier you look with your equipment, the more official you are. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure what that means because we do have the tiny stuffed rat. Yeah, I'm that's not sure. where the nerd part comes in. Oh, that's nerdier? Because we have a stuffed rat next to some sage. Yeah, and a sleeping dog next to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's okay. That's okay. Well, Linz, congratulations on looking more like a like a spooky uh, geek reporter. I know. I feel official. Yeah, I, I've been feeling... I feel like a Nancy Drew over here. <laughs> She's a regular Nancy Drew. <laughs> Well, Lindsay, last week I felt really bad because I didn't have any breaking booze. I was driving back from Virginia and I was sick and you yes. saved me. And I'm still thankful well, for that. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it was just the, what was the fire natos? 
Yeah, but which I showed you the video and it's pretty cool. It honestly is super cool, and I'm waiting for someone to superimpose like I don't know some heavy metal over it, like yeah, Mashuga or Gojira or something. Or they like draw the little arms on the fire nados, like the crazy little stick arms. Or they make each fire nado coming out of there. They draw the arms on there and like maybe like long heavy metal hair, but like they're all holding instruments and stuff. Oh yeah, like they just because there's like multiple that come out of one big fire nado. Do we know anyone who listens to the show? And I'm asking, I'm asking. <laughs> is there our anyone listeners, that listens to this? Is anyone listening to is me? Anyone listening? <laughs> is there anyone that listens to the show that's really good at computer stuff? If so, if you can make each of the fire nados in the video uh, holding instruments with like fun arms, uh, we'll send you something. Yeah, we'll send you. I'll, I'll we'll send you a pair. Of, I'll send you a pair of my glasses. We got a weird lava lamp in here. Yeah, we'll send you a lava lamp. We'll send you a lava lamp. Hey, not joking. If someone makes that video, we'll send you a lava <laughs> lamp. <laughs> uh, okay, so I do have breaking booze this week, but I also wrote down a small note on top of it because you and I were talking about it recently. Yeah. What if uh, putt putt? You know, like mini golf. Yeah. What if it was called poot poot? Do you think more people would play it? Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on <to laughs> was break. this just a random thought? You. Yeah, it's a random thought. I wanted to discuss it on the show, but oh. I think that it was like, well, yeah, I would play it more if it was called Poot Poot. Yeah, it's funnier. Got a hole in one at Poot Poot. <laughs> okay, so in Pennsylvania, we have another dinosaur bird or pterodactyl sighting. Oh. In PA from a 40s. 40... I thought we determined this is probably just a big old crane or something. Well, not according to this guy's, uh, not according to this guy's pterodactyl sketch. Knowledge. We have another sketch. Okay. Which, Dana, if you're listening, I guess this means we have another t shirt <laughs> idea for Dana. <laughs> uh, I will put this sketch on our Twitter because this one to me is equally as funny. There, yeah. Any sketch of a pterodactyl is like a snowflake. They're both, they're individual. They're both, they're they're all special in their own way. Right. And I love them equally. A 47-year-old construction worker saw a giant dinosaur bird in Lehigh County in PA. I think I'm saying Lehigh, right? Uh, He was outside cutting word, cutting word, cutting wood for his (laughs) fireplace. Playing poot poot. Playing poot poot, cutting word, first (laughs) first fire plate. And he said, quote, a large shadow appeared above me. I ran inside to grab my phone, which, quick aside, why did you have your phone with you? Most people always have their phone next to them at all times. Right. It'd be in his, like, back pocket or something. Yeah, seriously. Or uh, taped to his axe. If he's cutting wood, tape your phone to your axe, put on Skrillex, and you start chopping. I don't know. But by the time I came outside, the bird was gone. I've been terrified to go outside since that event. When did that happen? Uh, this actually happened this past Wednesday. So oh, this was so he's not... he's just been inside. He's been inside since Wednesday, whatever date that was, the Farf Timp or something. I'm not really sure. January Fremschanch. And uh, he reported it to Cryptozoology News and hasn't been, hasn't been outside since, at least according to his statement. The eyewitness, who also provided a sketch of the purported flying animal, described it as a green bird. Yeah. With a 20-foot wingspan, fully covered in scales. Not partially, full coverage. Okay. Quote, it also had a spike on the end of its tail and razor-like talons. So he saw a dragon. Uh, yeah, he said it resembled a lizard, which is probably a dragon. <laughs> has he seen a dragon before? Well, now he has. It was a big bird covered in scales, breathed fire, 
had a spike. Okay, now this guy also drew his sketch on MS oh, Paint. Man. And what I will say is that this sketch is absolutely nothing. It shows nothing, but it's hilarious. And the text on it, it took me, I don't know, a good 30 to 40 seconds to figure out what it says. But it says, seen from below. And it's just a really good one. That is a worst sketch I've ever seen. <laughs> it kind of looks like green mountains. Like, I'm glad he had time to put the blue background. Yeah, well, that, that, that's the sky, you know. Yeah. It was a clear then, day, apparently. Or he a, just didn't know how to do clouds. It was a perfectly clear day. Uh, and there it is right there. There's the sketch. Now, I will be putting this oh. sketch on our Twitter as well. And again, I'm not poking fun you at the can, people. No, I'm sorry. You could have no artistic ability. And you can draw a 47-year-old man. Yeah, construction worker. You can draw a better sketch than that. Well, maybe it was a panicked sketch. He ran in and was like, oh, my God, and just started moving the mouse all Quickly, over. Quickly, I have to draw this. Quickly. And he drew it in a panicked state of mind, I guess. I'm not really sure. A dragon panicked mind. Yeah, dragon panicked That's mind. That's a terrible sketch. Well, I think. I mean, terribly good, but. You know what we need in our little recording studio? We need to print these sketches out and, and have frame them framed. Them. Oh, for sure. Do we have to pay the artist, though? No. They're on the internet. We'll just send them checks. Yeah. Thank you for your... Thank you so much. (laughs) For your sketch. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I think it's impossible for us to contact the artist because they've uh, chosen to remain anonymous. I would like remain anonymous too if I drew that. Not necessarily based on the sighting, but just based on the drawing. Like I don't like to bash anybody's artistic ability, but like that, you weren't even trying. But, uh, But what if he was? You know? Then, you know, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, at least... It's very unfortunate. That's okay. (laughs) Like the other one, at least like... There was a car. There was a car. She made it fuchsia. Brake lights on the car. There was even a license plate drawn on it. Uh, Side note, my mom just texted me and said that your dad's over there shoveling again. (laughs) (laughs) David Reed update. Uh, So my dad loves to shovel driveways when it's snowy. And he gets really panicked when there's even like a dusting of snow uh, on someone's driveway. And we were over at Lindsay's mom's this past weekend hanging out for a while. And my mom and dad came over to hang out. And we all had some beef stew and it was a really nice time. But my dad was panicked and didn't come in right away because he had to be outside shoveling the driveway. And he walked in and he said, Patty, Lindsay's mom, is this the only shovel you have? And Patty went, well, yeah. And he was like. Which my mom has a snowblower. Yes, but my dad is terrified of snowblowers. So no one's allowed to use them. No. And now Uh, he's over there shoveling again. Anyways. Yeah. But hey, great job, dad. Also, if you're listening to this episode now and it's been within 24 hours that I posted that our episode's going to be delayed on our Instagram, you can see on our story my dad's very real tramp stamp tattoo he has of two trolls. Just out there shoveling. Just out there shoveling. Working, showing them, off, working them trolls. Showing off his trampo stampo. <laughs> okay. So, Lindsay, I haven't talked about ghosts in a while. Yeah. I know. We talk about ghosts and stuff as our like tagline. Mostly stuff. But it's more stuff than it is ghosts. Yeah. So, it's like bed, bath, and beyond. It's like the bed and the bath are like, they're there. But the beyond is what whoa, you go for. Yeah, you do go for the beyond. Of course you go for the beyond. Then maybe we need to rebrand our show. Spooky Spouses, Ghosts, True Crime, and Beyond. And Beyond. Come, come for the ghosts and true crime. Stay for the beyond. Well, I am talking about one of the most haunted places, Plainsons. One of the most haunted places on human earth. 
Yeah. Can you guess what it is? Knowing about it's the the entire Earth, and it's one of the most haunted places ever. Well, see, this is where I I don't ever know because I feel like any ghost show or like random oh, clickbait yeah. are always like the most haunted place on earth number and five it'll be will like surprise you an old wendy's that yeah. like is in <laughs> iowa and you're like why is this the most haunted place um i mean people always claim that like insane asylums are like the most haunted places so i'm gonna go with one of those maybe it was it was used as one of those for a little while or at least like yeah like uh an institution or something yeah but it's uh povelia island in italy Okay. So I think I'm saying it right. Here's Google Translate. Poveglia. Poveglia. Okay. Poveglia. That's pretty close, yeah. But then here's the English. Poveglia. Poveglia. You know, so, right offshore of that Italian. Right off of Itali is Poveglia. <laughs> uh, so Poveglia Island is in northern Italy. Man, I am I can't do it today. Yeah. <laughs> the whole talking not my it's not my it's not my thing. So Povelia Island is in between Venice and Lido in the med, in the middle of the Venice Lagoon. Okay. And it's, and a it's little, an actual island. It's a little standalone okay. island. If you remember one of the uh probably like 6 to 7 years ago maybe, the Ghost Adventures did investigate Povelia Island. Okay. And it's one of the it's it's in that in the early intro for Ghost Adventures, it was when Zach Bagans says, you've reached your final destination. Heck. And he's on that boat. Oh, yeah. That's where they were going. It was once used as a quarantine zone for people suffering the bubonic plague in 1348. Oh, shipped them over. Yeah, like a lot of people. Yeah. If, if, if you were sick, they shipped you to Povelia Island and you kind of just hung out there until you died, which is mm. really upsetting. I mean, at least you had friends. Well, it might be hard to make friends when everyone's slowly passing away. Whoa, what a metaphor to no, today, though. I mean, you just like, you just have a friendship on a different level. Like, you know, how are you? You don't say, how are you doing today? Because you know. Still dying, huh? Yep. Yeah. Still, di- still dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Povelia Island, they, they have like a list of rules right when you walk there. Don't ask how people are doing. One, don't ask how people are doing. Two, enjoy yourself. Share whatever you want because you're all dying anyways. Yeah. You're not going to get another disease. Learn how to do a backflip. You don't got much time left. <laughs> <laughs> probably learn a cool skill to show no one. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But speaking of asylums, in the 1900s, as early as the 1900s, even after they knew that a lot of people had died there because of the bubonic plague, right? Um, they were using some of the buildings on the island as a mental asylum. So you were... You were, you were right as well. Oh. Um, the hospital, or the, the hospital, the I, I say hospital generously. In 1922, they opened the asylum there, but there are reports, and I guess it's like a pretty well-known fact that no one there was treated well, and it was kind of like a nasty environment. Oh, well, I'm sure. I mean, most people that were put in asylums back in the day were like, I mean, you were looked at as sick and diseased. You're to... absolutely right. Yeah. Even, uh, well, I think this... This also goes back to how we treated people with mental illness or anything back in the day. Even if you had like a slight cough or if you were just kind of acting off a little bit. Oh my God, I'd be right over they would that send island you there. With, that, with this cold. They'd be like, yes. you are scary. You're scary and we're going to ship you away because yeah. of your cough and your sneezing. 
it's been estimated that as many as 100,000 bodies Ew. remain on the island, either like um, decomposing or underground. It's, it's pretty intense. Uh, there were a lot of what I wrote down as heinous experiments. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, rumors of all these nasty things began to sort of float back to the mainland of like all this nasty stuff they were doing over there. Uh, and I don't exactly know why they shut down the asylum. It might be because of like poor extreme standards. malpractice and poor sanitation and all sorts of just really abhorrent nasty Which is, stuff. I think, why a lot of, of those places shut down, sadly. Yeah, it's really, it's really upsetting, isn't it? Yeah, very. But I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it light and talk about ghosts. But I don't know. Maybe I who knows. But there are regular reports of hauntings and a lot of apparitions. But I think mostly what people are hearing are sounds. I looked up in a bunch of sources that people were mostly hearing screaming and yelling and disembodied voices. That's creepy. Yeah, it is very creepy, especially on a in an island in the middle of nowhere. I mean, at least you're in a pretty place, I guess. I think it's pretty when you're staring off the island. Yeah. You know, like you're looking at the water and then you you turn around and you're like, oh, oh nasty. These gross. buildings falling apart. You know, there's at least 100,000 dead bodies like laying around there. Absolutely creepy. Crazy uh, Cheryl keeps stealing my shoes. And now she's alive and she just lives there. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl, go somewhere else. <laughs> Quit stealing all the ghost shoes. Yeah. Carol. Carol or Cheryl? I said Cheryl, but I mean Carol or Cheryl. You know what? I'll say Cheryl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Povelia legend, I lost my spot, tells of a particularly demented doctor who worked at the mental asylum uh, in the early 20th centuries. I think like most places around this time, they thought that performing lobotomies was like a really good way of curing disease, which ends up not really being the case. Which side note, these doctors in these insane asylums, mm -hmm. like I always think they have more of a mental problem oh, than the actual sure. patients. Oh, like, I agree. Is there like a collection of doctors that are like, okay, you're, you're a good doctor. You need a little more practice, but you're still okay. You guys are crazy. Maybe so. Well, there there was even um, when we had talked about the, the ridges in Athens a little bit, in Athens, Ohio, there was the one doctor, Dr. Something White, I think, who worked in the tuberculosis ward who yeah. earned the nickname Dr. Lobotomy because he would just perform experimental lobotomies and they would use people as like test subjects. Well, there was Dr. Death at OSU at Ohio State University. You're right. You're right. Food poisoning, killing a bunch of people. Yep. Don't take food from a doctor. No, never do it. <laughs> Please never do it. So I guess there was this one area of the asylum known as the Bell Tower. And mm -hmm. no one was allowed to go up there with him. He would only take patients up there where I guess the, I'm not sure how true this is, yeah. but he said that's where he would take patients to do like really intense experiments on probably, but he went up there one day, I guess he was like pulled up there by, by something. And they say that a ghost pushed him off of it. Oh yeah. He got or that pushed was probably just ghost. their way of like the nurses all got together and they're like, he's crazy. We'll Let's, push him off, yeah. and then we're going to say that a ghost did it. Yeah, And then probably. we're going to make an MS paint drawing of a ghost pushing him off. With a blue background. The tower. Yeah. And blue background. Also throw a dragon in there. Yeah. Call well, the guy that drew the dragon, put it in there. Wouldn't that be cool if people said, yeah, he went up there, and I'm pretty sure a dragon kicked him off. I'm going to draw that picture. I'm going to draw these nurses pushing this crazy doctor off a tower with like a dragon in it. Okay. I would love that. 
ghost nurses. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And I'll get that tattooed right on my face <laughs> uh, because I'm proud of my wife. <laughs> um, according to a story by a nurse, uh, she had said that she saw him fall off uh, of the bell tower. And she said that he initially survived, but then a mist came over his body and choked <laughs> him to death. That's where the nurses pushed him off the tower. He was still kicking. So they're like, oh, no. Someone go choke him out. So so, so someone just go kick him. Hey, kick someone, him someone kick this terrible man. <laughs> and go, we'll just say a ghost did it. Let's go down there and kick him. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't any surveillance. No one else is on the island. And if all the nurses uh, realized that this guy was treating the, the patients so poorly, they were like, we'll just say a ghost did it. I saw it. Yep, I saw it, too. I saw a mist choke him to death. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Probably that mist. That terrible, terrible mist. That's beautiful Sierra mist. <laughs> that beautiful Sierra mist. Lemon, lime, crisp and nice. Lemon, lime, flavored murder. Now, here's something that is true. Yeah. With more than 100,000 plague victims uh, on the island around its shore of Povelia, and I think probably the neighboring parts of northern Italy, human bones every so often will continue to wash up on shore. Oh, heck yeah. That's insane. Because Imagine... they're just like, the land's probably getting torn away by the ocean, and it's like just bringing all the bones over. Bringing, up, bringing all the bones in. Bringing the bones in. I said this one as well. Uh, even if you looked sick, your family would ship you off to Bovalia. You're not allowed to cough. Don't cough. Don't do it. Now, here's something that's weird. Uh, the There are still vines Grape vines that grow. Oh, I thought you were going to say like vines like that the old app. app that you make videos. <laughs> yeah, people would. Like vines of people going there? People would, would make vines of them going to Povelia Island and flossing <laughs> on the bell tower and then leaving. Oh, no. But I guess there are still grape vines that grow there because the soil is really good because of all the Well, the nutrients of the bodies maybe? It? Yeah. Ew. And they go there and they take... The grapes from Povelia Island and make wine out of it. Ooh, how metal so, is that? And metal, but also like, I don't want grapes. I don't want to drink wine that the used to be grapes bodies. that were grown in body dust. But like, what if that's a delicacy though? But I, I'm okay without having that delicacy ever Man, in my life. Queen Elizabeth Bathory would have loved that. She would have. Uh, now, the only visitors brave enough to visit are a handful of winemakers who harvest all the grapes and a few paranormal investigation people. Is it like really well, is it like really good wine? Like people are like, this is amazing. They have, quote, thriving vineyards, end quote. Huh. I, I'm okay without ever having any of the ghost wine ever, but someone did buy the entire island, uh, like an entire island. They yeah. bought it for $700,000. That's it. Oh. An entire hunk of haunted island in Northern Italy. Wow. I wonder how soon they'll demolish all the buildings there and then build like a cool theme park. A resort. Or yeah, like... like, uh, A big Dave and Buster's. Just a really big Dave and Buster's, (laughs) but it'll be Chateau Dave and Buster's. Oh my gosh. I don't know. So if anyone's ever had Povelia wine, uh, maybe call a doctor or just let us know. Yeah, that's creepy. I wonder where you can get that. I'm sure you could probably purchase it maybe online. It depends how big the vineyard is, I guess. I want to find places that we can get it and write down never to go to those places i don't want any ghost wine well there's ghost wine and then there's mummified toe cocktail yeah like man you could just go on this like ghost crawl i guess yeah sippy a ghost a sippy a sippy ghost crawl like the creepy crawler creepy sippies 
the spooky shuffle. I don't want any, I don't want to drink anything that's come in contact with dis- a toe. like a toe or like a okay, hundred thousand. Would you drink the mummified toe cocktail or drink the decomposing body wine? Uh, ghost wine. Ugh, ghost wine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 100% for sure. Ghost wine. Yeah, for sure. I don't yeah, like I don't that. know about the toe one. No, I don't know. But well, I, I know about it. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> say no to the toe. Say no to the toe. But say yes to the dress uh, or yes to the wine. You say. Uh, say yeah. why not to the wine. Yeah. Okay. That actually works really well. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all I have about Poveglia. Nice. I would like to go check that place out. I, th- I mean, it's it's super, super, super haunted. Yeah, there's like, well, there's that cool, I, I say cool, there's that creepy <laughs> island by New York City that's like quarantined off. Oh, yeah, you you're can't right. Go over there. You're I mean, right. I know some photographers have gotten over there. I don't know if they had special permission or like they just snuck over there. But like, yeah, they were sent to that little island for a plague too. That's intense. And they just put them over there and there's abandoned buildings and... You know, I'm really surprised with New York City and how crowded it is and how they use all the space that they have not taken over that island. It must be like pretty contaminated. Yeah. Well, I bet you they'll tear it all down, bulldoze it, cement it or concrete, whatever. I don't know anything about construction. And then some- Blow up that island. Luxury apartments. Or they might blow it up. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. And I think I'm going to go yell at our dog and then we'll say goodbye. Hey. We would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard in our show. The entire, the entire one. You can find Eli on Instagram and Twitter at Eli who does music. Thank you, Eli. And I don't know about you, and maybe I'm biased, but our Spooky Spouse theme song, it's so catchy. I, I love it, Eli. You I did love a it. great job. Thanks, Eli. Hey, and if you'd like to, you can hear a version of it that Lindsay and I recorded with Eli on episode 50. We went over to Eli's apartment. I mean, Eli's recording studio. <laughs> and we recorded it. Lindsay made a bunch of rattly noises with some cool percussion instruments. Because I cannot play an instrument. But... You, but you have the voice of an angel. Well, not right now. <laughs> yep, you're right. I feel like I sound more Cleveland than Cleveland right now. That's fine. Maybe I'm a little nasally. Maybe you need to. We need to record some like uh, radio ads for Cleveland radio stations. Oh, perfect. We'd uh, also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. They're a big, humble group of people who had a blast at PodCon by the pictures. And just thank you. There's wonderful shows. Go check them out. Do it. Well, until next week, have have a week where you. Do not drink wine that was grown in human ash. Don't bathe in any blood. No, take a regular old shower. Just take a regular shower. Don't drink a toe cocktail. Nope, still don't do that one. Don't visit certain parts of Italy. Yeah, stay, I don't know, go to Sicily. Off the island. Yeah, stay off the island. Go somewhere beautiful. Yeah, go somewhere else. Go anywhere else than that island. Okay, until next Monday, we will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. talk like this and I talk like this. One, two, three, this is me, me, me. (laughs) (laughs) You talk like that and I talk like this. Hey, 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 and we talk like this and this is how we talk and listen to this.